Hey, I'm Asher. And I'm Jackson. And what you're about to listen to is strictly confidential. So I have a Domo Boy in my apartment, and I know you know exactly what that is because you come from the Slavic tradition. I have no idea what a Domo Boy is. Well, I didn't either until I had to Google house spirit and see what other traditions did had something similar to that. I just want to believe that I'm living in a Miyazaki-esque world, and I think I've been visited by a domovoy, which is, like I said, from the Slavic religious tradition, and it literally translates to household lord. I don't think my home is haunted because I have been presented a gift. Um, well, either I have a domovoy or... You're missing a board game piece. It's one of the two options. Can we? Do you reckon? (laughs) For a second, second, can we talk about how uh, it's a little bit racist, assuming that just because I'm Czech means that I know about Slovak religion, uh, uh, spirits. Okay, I apologize. It's a little prejudiced. Now, my wife is Slovak, on the other hand. Oh, is she really? Yeah. So she would know exactly what a domovoy is. This must be your spirit from when you guys lived here. Probably, yeah. Still lingering around. Yeah. Well, I found this tiny figurine of a woman in a blue dress holding a flashlight. Does this sound familiar? No, I've never I've never seen that before. Okay. It's small but distinct, and in a place where I'm surprised I didn't see it immediately, and I just saw it as I, I went to heat up my coffee before the recording. And as I started to walk back over to the desk to record, I saw this little thing and it's baffling that I didn't notice it before. It's pretty small, but it looks like it belongs to a board game. Is she wearing is she wearing a purple shirt? No, no, no. She's got a blue dress and a flashlight. Um, and it's, it may have been something that you left when you and Shannon lived here. Could it be named Madame Zostra? <laughs> I don't know. Give me one second to look that up. Or potentially Vivian Lopez. I can tell you all about your spirit if you'd like. Please. Okay, your spirit's name is Madame Zostra. She's 37 years old. She is about five foot uh, even. She weighs 150 pounds. Her birthday is December 10th, and her hobbies are astrology, cooking, and baseball. She looks like a baseball fan. Yeah. Well, now, uh, are you pulling all this out of your butt, or do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Do you want to hear a little bit more about Madame Zostra? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she has a speed of three. <laughs> what? A might of four. A sanity of four and a knowledge of four. Yes, she's from a board game. So what, what, is she from... Uh, wait a minute. Is, she is this a, a betrayal of the House on the Hill character? No, I think it's a house spirit. Oh, Okay. I mean, it's it's very close to Madame Zostra, who is from the Betrayal at House on the Hill canon. Wait a minute, I just, I'm looking at this. Hold up. I found, I found what I'm holding. Okay, yeah, I definitely have one of your Betrayal at the House on the Hill characters. Well, that's good to know, because we've been using an uh, old shotgun shell as a, as, a, <laughs> as a holding. <laughs> is that true? Which is about the most Texan thing I think we could do. <laughs> so you knew what I was talking about when I was describing this thing. I have your game piece. I'll Let stop. Shannon know that the shotgun shell is retired. 
Well, how are you going to give me that game piece? Are you going to mail me one tiny haunted spirit? You're right. I, I never intend on seeing you ever again, so I guess it's mine now. That's probably fair. Uh, is this our intro? Oh, yeah. This is good stuff. Yeah. 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 If you had brought up something, I could have magically pivoted into the topic. Yeah. Yeah. What's the topic? Well, that'll work. The topic today is... Adam Sandler can predict the future. And this started uh, August 2014. This thing really blew up, Jackson. Adam Sandler This was actually all over the place back in uh, four years ago. Okay. Uh, d- d- uh, enlighten me. <laughs> Couldn't figure out what Already words Already speechless. Were. I just... Uh, so once again, this is something I found out through the list that you created. And I go through and see what looks interesting. But in 2014, this was all the rage. I just missed it. But this popped up, of course, on Facebook and Twitter, but also made its rounds on personal blogs, conspiracy theory websites like Godlike Productions and Literally Unbelievable. And then finally, the neo-Nazis got a hold of it, uh, and it was on their site Stormfront, which is apparently a neo-Nazi website. I didn't look into it because if it is, I just don't want that in my search history. You know what I mean? I feel like it's going to automatically download something in the background. And I don't know. It's just some bad juju. Can we, uh, I know this show doesn't typically go into political bounds, but can we just say that we do not side with neo-Nazis on anything? Yeah, I feel pretty, I feel pretty confident in taking that stance. I mean, I I don't want to take too many political stances, but the the people that claim to be Nazis, I'm fine uh, taking a stance against that. A real bold PR move, but yes, I stand with the non, non non-Nazis. Okay, uh. And we can move on from there now that we have that proclamation. Yeah, we have that established. So they state, and Adam Sandler, important to know, comes from a Jewish family. He's known for singing the uh, the Jewish song, the Jewish carol or whatever, um, saying, this is from Stormfront, if any of this is true, that he, Adam Sandler, can predict the future, it just shows how Jews do make shit happen and probably communicate via movies. We can get into that as a mode of communication later. But for now, what the hell are these guys talking about? And what was what was this all about in 2014 that got everyone up in a dander? So there are allegedly five tragedies, significant global tragedies that Adam Sandler predicted with disturbing accuracy in both his stand up and in movies. So here's the list. And you may have heard of a few. Number one, the Waco siege. Shout outs to Waco, hometown. But uh, Adam, we have a connection to Adam Sandler. He predicted the Waco siege, the death of Princess Diana, the BP oil spill, the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, and finally, the most recent, the Malaysia Airlines flight 370. Okay, um, I'm interested. <laughs> so these are obviously five very significant events in world history. Right. And... We can trace all of these back to the uh, the beloved icon, Adam Sandler. Let's get into the Waco siege. I'm from Waco. You're sort of from Waco. You were at a point. <clears throat> this is near and dear to us. How am I related to Adam Sandler? How can I connect this terrible tragedy to one of America's sweethearts? In the wake of the 1993 tragedy, tragedy this is my reading voice. So okay. I'm pulling this from an article. The original article that all of this stemmed from, mind you. 
The Stormfront one? No, Stormfront picked up on this and was like, ah, the the damn Jews are making this stuff happen. So according to the neo-Nazis, it's not him predicting the future. It's him having insider knowledge of these events that will later be the Jewish people are causing these tragedies to happen. And Adam Sandler has insider knowledge. But he's really, really bad at keeping secrets. But really bad at keeping secrets. But it, he he drops hints in really subtle ways. Okay. In the wake of the 1993 tragedy, which involves Branch Davidian leader David Koresh and 75 other people perishing during an FBI raid on the Colts compound, few knew that young Adam Sandler had predicted the incident in his stand-up act. Tapes now reveal Sandler would often spend several minutes on stage repeatedly uttering the phrase, something dark is coming to Waco. So really like subtle, you had to kind of read between the lines. So Princess Diana in the 1997 car crash that claimed the life of Diana, Princess of Wales, it shocked the world, but hardcore Sandler fans immediately made the connection to one seemingly out of place scene in uh, 1996's Happy Gilmore, which came just one year prior, in which Sandler looks directly into the camera and says, our queen's eldest, the beautiful flower, will wilt under the Parisian bridge. That is so cryptic. So the BP oil spill in 2010, massive oil rig explosion, made a real mess of things for the fishies. It's not what the article says, but that's what I say. Uh, it was strangely foretold in 2005 episode of Late Night with Conan O'Brien, where he appears wearing a t-shirt that says BP oil spill in five years. So that one's like a little bit, you kind of have to, like I said, read between the lines, put some pieces together. But it sounds like he may have been aware of that BP was going to make a big mistake. <clears throat> oh, God, I have two more of these to do where I'm acting like an asshole. This is completely fake, and this is completely satirical. Can we talk um, about one thing real fast? Sure. You're really derailing me here, but I haven't let you talk for quite some time. Uh, it's just a small, small note. I think uh, I've been trying to come up with a good way to like refer to our listeners, and maybe hardcore Adam Sandler fans might be the best way to do it. <laughs> I think that is exactly our target demographic. And honestly, beyond when you said hardcore Adam Sandler fans, I haven't really been able to think of anything else. Yeah, well, that's why I don't even need to go through this list of five, because our listener base and Adam Sandler fans, that Venn diagram is a circle. It's just one group. So it says like in Happy Gilmore, in which Sandler looks directly into the camera and says the queen's eldest, the beautiful flower will die. He kind of was like, wait a minute, I saw the director's cut and I never saw that scene. So this is this entire conspiracy, this whole debacle is easily traced to the origin point of news.clickhole.com. Ah, yes. This whole thing starts with Clickhole, the greatest website on the Internet. I don't even want a sponsor. I will gladly say that for free. I love Clickhole. They started this. And it's clearly supposed to be satire on conspiracy theories. Just the idea, you can disprove this just by having seen these movies, right? So you have BP oil spill. There's clearly no footage of him with Conan wearing a t-shirt that says BP oil spill in five years. Or for the earthquake in Haiti, this article by Clickhole says the UN estimates that UN estimates that 222,570 people were killed and 300,000 were injured during this tragedy, which is only slightly off from Sandler's estimate in Funny People, where he estimates 220,000 deaths and 400,000 injuries. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite. In what scene does that happen? (laughs) My favorite thing in the world, in the world, 
is clickhole articles. And then my second favorite thing in the world is people who think clickhole articles are real. Yeah. Well, this goes beyond even the onion, which is really attempting to fool the 55 plus demographic on social media. Well, it's done by the I mean, onion. I mean, it, no, it is done by the onion. So news.clickhole is the onion to the onion. It's like onion plus. It's flavor blasted onion. Oh, so man. this one is obviously a joke. It references movies that people are very familiar with and scenes that clearly don't happen. And yet it still blew up. And that is really what I want to talk about today. I have with me, well, I guess in front of me, a Google Doc that's open. And there are two fields. <clears throat> First one says, and the, the header above all of this is good ideas. <laughs> First subfield the next big conspiracy to spread like a virus amongst the unwashed masses. So what we're going to do today is we're going to create the next viral conspiracy theory a la Clickhole. People love Adam Sandler and they just outright referenced movies that everyone has seen and people still believed it. People will believe anything, Jackson. Anything. I just learned this today. We have the opportunity to be real villains here. Okay. So what are you thinking? Do you have a, do you have a framework set out? Well... This is where we're going to get a little bit of back and forth. I've done this extraordinary amount of in-depth research today, so I really feel like I need to now shift some of the work over to you, and we're going to work through this together. But we've proven that it really doesn't have to be anything good or clever, or it doesn't have to have any, like, even circumstantial evidence. It can just be something that would be fun to retweet or blog about. So just the idea that Adam Sandler can predict the future is obviously very appealing i picked it for this week's topic but uh we could say we could start off with the old classic uh the idea that nebraska is real some people think it is and i think we can really push that yeah i mean that's a good one i mean that's that's one that a lot of people know like a lot of people are like hey did you hear about jeffrey he still thinks nebraska is real like a lot of people but i mean we could, we could push it further by talking about like we could come up with you know like their state dog we could come up with like their chief we like can come up what what crop they produce. Oh, uh, maybe their state bird is a California gull and like stuff like that. Yeah. What about um, the theory that the whole gimmick about the property brothers just being uh, two actual brothers instead of what it really is, uh, where it's just uh, the parent trap situation? Oh, you're right. That's actually fits the formula that's been laid out by Clickhole really well, because we're starting off with some celebrities. Yeah. Some lovable faces. And uh, we're saying... Uh, that's not faces. That's just face. That's just one man. Well, but I mean, what I'm saying is it is one man. The theory is that it's two men. Right. And they just happen to find twins that are handsome, good enough at basketball to compete in the NBA celebrity games and, uh, realtors, I guess. I don't, I've never watched the show. Right. Which is laughable, but people will believe anything. They'll even believe there's two property brothers. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's the one... I mean, this is a real one where if you watch uh, Shrek backwards, he predicts a lot of Trump's tweets. Um, <laughs> I desperately wish you came up with that, Jackson. That is very good. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Holy shit, that's so funny. <laughs> Although um, I'm impressed that it was so good that you thought that somebody else had come up with it. I guess I just don't have, I guess more that's an insult because I don't have faith that you came up with it. Uh, I think I'm going to Surely assume. Surely that's one of those people on Twitter who just writes funny tweets and gets verified for it. 
Yeah, and it has like a picture of a dog as their profile picture. Oh man, that's my dream job. To be somebody on Twitter whose name is like Honkatonk. Yeah. And just and has your official title is influencer and taxes are a nightmare. Oh yes, that's the dream. But yeah, so uh I mean Do you have any enemies that you want to defame or otherwise slander? I really don't like Benedict Cumberbatch, but I don't have a good reason for not liking him. That's all right. We can take him down. Benedict Cumberbatch. Wow, I spelled his name right. Is. Now, the next step is really important, Jackson, and I want you to think hard about it. Secretly. All right. We're getting somewhere now. Four six-year-olds in a trench coat. <laughs> is that what you're going with? No, 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 no. Okay, no. okay. Um... Benedict Cumberbatch is secretly a stop-motion figurine <laughs> built by the man <laughs> Tim Burton himself. All right, this is good. Benedict Cumberbatch is secretly a stop-motion figurine. They've really been pushing hard to get those practical effects back in the Avengers, you know? Like, they got tired of all the CG, and they did, you know, they did the, uh, the, the Sandman was Claymation, and they actually tore out Chris Hemsworth's eye to be Thor. Uh, you know, like, they're trying to be, like, really authentic, because that's... You know, our millennial generation really appreciates that. So I think people will buy that uh, that uh, Doctor Strange is just a stop motion figurine. And it's all about to come to a close, too. And it's all perfect because Tim Burton is directing the new Grinch movie. And it will be Benedict Cumberbatch's final way out because he's going to get to be able to be pretended to be a voice actor. <laughs> That'll really cement him this like facade of him being the most charming human being alive. And that movie will do so well, and Tim Burton can retire the figure. Because he really is starting to get a little rough around the edges, huh? He's starting to get a little buffed up. Yeah, I haven't, seen, Do- be- I haven't seen Doctor Strange, but that, that's what it's about, right? Yeah, well, that was the only CG that they used was the, uh, they basically did, like, the, the makeup and post. Yeah, so we have the, this theory that's very believable and good. That first scene, that first scene where they were trying to figure out, like, he was, he was like a doctor, like a really, really smart doctor, but he also drove a car very recklessly and was really dumb. That was just the figurine acting out, right? Like, like they didn't actually yeah. want that in the script. Then they had to write the whole no. movie about that because they had already filmed that. And I know how filmmaking works, yeah. Yeah, I mean, then I can make the whole plot contingent upon the idea that this highly educated doctor is going to act like a 16-year-old for the entire first act. Like, that would be ridiculous. It would be. So we have this theory, and um, Benedict Cumberbatch is secretly a stop-motion figure. I have two fields we have to fill out. That's the first one. That's really good. That's going to go viral guaranteed. Uh, Second field is just as important. How this treacherous lie can be converted directly into capital gain. Okay. So this is when okay. we really kind of spin this for us, you know, because uh, the onion and click hole, they don't work for free. No, they that, do. Uh, they do ads. They do. Is it ads? Is that how we're going to make money on this? I mean, I mean, if we're basing everything off of the way click hole does it, click hole doesn't make money through anything but ads. That's a good point. I guess we could do like the um, Jeff Gordon NASCAR technique and have uh, just Photoshop on a bunch of logos onto Benedict Cumberbatch's shirts and stuff. Yeah, except the problem with our uh, with our theory that we came up with is that now that theory doesn't mean that we own Benedict Cumberbatch now. (laughs) No, no, no. But they're going to they're going to pull up this website and say, oh, wow, I didn't know that. I thought he was a real person. Oh, and I didn't realize that he was sponsored by DuPont Paints. So I think I think our strategy here is actually we do do click hole strategy where they have a uh, clickbait title 
because the articles don't actually mean that much when you get on ClickHole. Uh, they're pretty funny, but th what's important is the title. So we have a clickbait title, and then we could even just toss in Laura Mipson as the piece. That doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, it's that's what every, that, dude. That's what New York Times has been doing since 2013. Yeah, but uh, ClickHole. Real fast, do we like New York Times? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just taking a stab at journalism in in general. Yeah. Uh, back back to the clickhole thing though. I'm fine with us doing the ads. So we have a clickbait title at the top, lower mips from beneath that, um, and then pop ups. Load that ish with pop ups like crazy. Yep, you can yep, put yep. you can put a couple a couple photos there that are like playfully photoshopped to make it look like it's real. But before they really get a good look at the photo, have a big pop up that's like, "Would you like to buy some gummy worms?" Like stuff like that. <laughs> I really wish that's what my pop-ups were like. I would turn off ad blockers so fast <laughs> if I was getting deals on gummy worms. <laughs> and it was just, it wasn't even like a link or anything. It was just a live stream of a guy who's like, do you want gummy worms? And it's like, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to see the puppet man. And so you have to click out of multiple of those to get to the puppet man. And then from there, what we really, really need to do is have it be a slideshow. Oh, yeah. Because everybody knows that readers love a slideshow. They love a slideshow. And every time you click an arrow, another little pop-up happens. They did it to themselves. And then from there, once we get all the way through our 420 slides, we need to put a link underneath that that says, want to find out which of Trump's tweets are predicted by watching Shrek backwards? Click here. Oh, and then we got them, baby. They're in. <laughs> then we do it again. And if we have enough slides there, we can just link back to the first one and then we're done. This Go. is what is known in the business world as passive income. We don't even got to do anything, baby. Uh, those who are listening will have this website set up by the time this episode is live. Uh, and so if you'd like so to do So just be that, cool. Be cool, okay? This is uh, our path to the easy life. Don't tell anybody. Uh, tell people about the website and tell people about the theory, but... Uh, don't tell them you heard this. Don't tell cool, them right? about our podcast. I swear to God, if you narc, you're not a cop, are you? Yeah, you have to call in and tell us. Uh, but uh, and, and, our, and our number is uh, 459-2222. Um, get a Gaddy's Pizza delivered. So... Uh, <laughs> what that is yes so we really did learn something today and that's if you are not one of the sheeple not one of the huddled masses go ahead and uh click through that article and see if there's anything substantial there or if it's just lorem ipsum type that's just solid life advice yeah we know people won't listen to it though so i'm excited for being rich yeah me too i think that wraps it up for us man i think we need to get out of here and start making that coin well I've got I've got my bags with uh, with a poorly scribbled money symbol on the front to neatly organize my coin into different bags. And I'm ready to fill it into a pirate chest. All right. So I hope that you learned something today. And I hope that you appreciated our theme song because we definitely do. That is the song Threadbare by Glenn Merle off the album Burden of Proof. You can check out his music at glenmerlemusic.com. Jackson, why don't you tell them really quick where they can find us on social media? Yeah, you can find us on uh, Instagram at uh, Strictly Confidential Show. You toss an at in front of that, but if you didn't know that, then you don't know Instagram. Um, and then on Twitter, it's S Confident Show. And I will apologize on behalf of Twitter because Twitter does not allow you to make your username very many characters. And then I want to. Uh, if you had a laugh today, or if you learned something, or you have developed your own scheme for making money on the quick. Go ahead and share this podcast with your best friend. That They're going to trust you. They're going to appreciate what you appreciate. And remember, tell them not to listen to this episode. Unless you really love oh, this that episode. that is super important. This episode sucks. Don't listen to it. Don't download it. It's just, this is just for you and me, all right? Yeah, this is just for those of us who've listened to this episode already. 
and we're here. And then what do we have last? Is that, uh, oh yeah, if you have any theories that you want to learn more about, or if you uh, have any theories that you think are good, but will end up being uh, completely abandoned, like our Adam Sandler can see into the future one, uh, shoot those over to strictlyconfidentialshow at gmail.com. Uh, we'll take recommendations and uh, links you have, anything you got, just send it over. It wasn't abandoned, it was just debunked and then thrown in the garbage. It wasn't abandoned. It was just left in the street for years. Go ahead and tell them to stay curious so we can get out of here. No, it's your job now, remember? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, until next time, stay curious. Joseph, can we, uh, can we buy the rights to stay curious from PBS, please?